Hello, everybody. Welcome again today. Uh, we have an awesome guest, as always. He's an engineer and also a defensive line coach as well, doing a great job. And you might catch him on Netflix before you know it. You'll hear it in the podcast. But here today, we have Mikey Montgomery here with us today. Yeah, he was good. Ooh, let's go. Welcome to the Catching Up After College podcast. We're catching up after college on lessons of life lived by leaders. We're a safe space, grounded in grace, and our aim's always to aid. We may be postgraduates, but we're never post-learning. I'm Isaiah Brown, your host, and thank you for tuning in today. Today we have Mr. Michael Montgomery here with us. Sup, cuz? How's it going? Going good, man. Everything's going good. Can't complain. You know, God is good. <clears throat> True that. We're having some technical difficulties earlier, huh? <laughs> yeah, we were. We were. Yeah. It's all right, though. It's cool. It's what we do. We work through it. We're going to get through this interview. It's going to be awesome. Cool. All right. So you're from the Bay Area, correct? Yes, I am. I am from the Bay Area, Richmond, California, to be specific. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. All right, well, we got to put you to the test. Your Bay Area knowledge, you you ready for a little <laughs> quiz? <laughs> uh, no problem. Let's get it. All right, here we go. How many tolls do you have to go through to get from Vallejo to Daly City? Two. Yes, sir. Ding, ding. I don't got any sound effects, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the appropriate nickname for San Francisco? The city. There you go. You didn't say Frisco or nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one, what's the rapid transit public transportation system across the Bay area? BART. Okay. For extra credit, what does BART mean? The acronym. Oh, man, that's a good one. <laughs> man um that's crazy you've been living here all my life and i never tripped <laughs> oh man that's a good one. Oh. Yeah. dang even though i got 100 percent, i want to get this hey it's all good take your time ah <laughs> uh, yeah you got I, I know transportation in there ride bike is it bike BA. Bike and ride transit. Bike and ride transit. Bay Area. Bike. Bay Area. What is it? Bay Area. Bay Area. Is it Bay Retro? I can't. I, man, really <laughs> Bay Area <laughs> Rapid Transit. Okay. Bay Area Rapid Transit. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't I mean, know that till 30 minutes ago, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> It's man, but see, yeah, but I, I'm from here, so I should know that. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. All right. Here's the important one. Top three Bay Area rappers of all time. 
Of course, Mac Dre, E40. A lot of people don't put Tupac in there. Hmm. No, but if I was the goal, I will I will definitely include him in there. Or you know, uh, you know, but the two I would have to say though, two Mac Dre and E forty comes to mind mm-hmm. all the time. And then that too short. Nice. His leg. If we did top yeah. five, we'd have to add in your brothers, of course. Oh yeah, most definitely. But you know, they still got a lot of work to put in. So they good though. But, <laughs> But they're getting it in. They're doing what they had to do, so. Yeah, that's cool. Of course, of course right. I'll ask for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We got to promote that at the end. But uh, let's uh, let's jump right into this. Uh, can you say once again where you're from and uh, describe what your life was like before you went to college? Uh, from Richmond, California. Uh, I was uh, one of the top athletes coming out of the Bay Area in my time in 2009. You know, I was just looking at to going to school and further my education, playing football, and possibly having the dreams of playing in the NFL or playing in the MLB. You know, young, you know, typical young man in the household of, you know, brothers and dad and mom who, you know, and sisters who grew up around sports. So, you know, even though I had over, even having an older brother who made it to the National uh, Football League, so I could say that it was, you know, it was, it was a goal to get there. But hey, you know, you you go down different paths. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> position did you play? I forgot. Oh well, I was a, I was a I was a quarterback and a defensive end in high school. The oddest, I could say, the oddest ten the, the oddest, you know, positions to ever have probably a quarterback and a DN on the, on the field. So, but yeah, I was a different type of player. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, I know nothing about sports, but you know, catching up. (laughs) But, uh, growing up, did you picture yourself going to college? Uh, yeah, yes, I did. Uh, I always picture myself playing in front of people. I always picture myself going to school, walking around campus. You know, I always did that. It was, you know, it was embedded in me through my parents. And, you know, it was no choice. Like, to be honest, it was no choice. <laughs> yeah. Let's either go to college or go to work. And I was like, hey, you know, I might as well enjoy four to five years of school. So. Yeah. No, that's a <laughs> good choice. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you wish you learned in high school? Oh man, I wish I would have learned about uh, a lot of this his- historic stuff, historic events that we have going on in this uh, great country. Hmm. Uh, you know, just seeing that, you know, as kids, you know, being lied to about Columbus and, you know, just wondering. And then as you get older, you start learning the truth and you start seeing, you know, things that transpire with you know certain figures that 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 was put upon us as children growing up in elementary and high school so in these history books that they write it's is sometimes it's it's accurate but it's not the whole story yeah so i wish i could have learned you know i still I, I love history i wish i could learn more so that's that's what i really want to learn more of the true history of what's what what this this America, what America is about. 
that's yeah that's a great answer man uh <laughs> i'm with you there uh <laughs> who would you say help fill you in on that uh if you were to say a person in your life uh help give you information on that subject like filling in the blanks well you know it started in high school with my uh assistant principals they were twins and they uh they are uh, they also are the principals at uh, San Leandro High School and, uh, and Mr. Richardson, the Richardson brothers, and, you know, very educated black males. And, you know, they were young men, you know, at the time, probably about, I would say, probably like almost early 40s now, late 30s, I would say. But they were, you know, young black successful men that was always decent. And, you know, they were kind of you know, they had a good relationship with my father, you know, just talking to them all the time and seeing them. And they was just telling me how I remember one story. He gave me a book and he was showing me how, you know, before all the Christopher Columbus stuff happened, we, you know, Africans were, you know, first over here. We left statues over here and everything, but they eventually tore them down just to show that they didn't come over. But they, they have came. We have come. We had traveled over here prior to him coming over and so you, you know that opened the door for me like wow you know I never knew that history of you know my my people so I will always you know I just want to get more detail of that dang I didn't know that what what yeah <laughs> man mm -hmm. I need to do some more learning but that's the whole yeah, point of this okay. podcast hey so. it's all right trust me it's always good to learn like you said <laughs> yeah who would you say was a teacher that made the most impact on your life? Who the teacher that made the most impact on my life? Hmm. Like, are you talking about like teacher in the classroom? Can it be anybody like a coach or? Let's do both in the classroom and out of the classroom. Oh, okay. Well, you know, in the classroom, I have to say, uh, Dr. Arnold, one of my professors uh, from my college, you know, uh, older gentleman, black man from Detroit, and he was into, you know, he did, he did his own radio show before he started teaching at my college, and, you know, just talking to him, and just, and he was just always telling me, you know, you, you know, you got a good voice, you always, you know, follow your dreams, and he was the one that's kind of, like, suggested and wanted me to, you know, always do good because he knew I could take this to another level with media in general, uh, me being a communications major. So he always wanted me to just try and get my master's. So he always wanted my GPA high so I could be able to compete with those other students and be able to get into a good program and further my education. And what, and of course, uh, I had to say, uh, that, uh, with with just life lessons and sports you know that was my coach all the way up to high school and you know he, he, that 24 7 with me so I, I can't you know i can say he was the driving force of really getting me through high school and and just getting to the point of you know me graduating to where my gpa was in, in college you know i really you know not solely say it was him but i really you know i'm really grateful that he was you know hard on me I never told him that, but I'm glad he was hard on me because it made me, you know, a much better man. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, that tough love. 
Hey, it was tough love. I can't complain, but it was it was love in general. So that's that's just how dads are most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. For the people who don't know, uh the Montgomerys, they're known around Hercules. <laughs> I used to work at Starbucks and people would come in with their jerseys on. Was it Titans? Or, yeah. Yeah. Hercules. Titans jerseys, and they'd be like talking about the coaches and all that. I'm like, hey, I'm related to them. I'm like, oh dang, you know them? It's like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy when your cousins and your uncle is a bunch of coaches and so Yeah. Do that. Man. So uh can you think of a season in your life where you felt like you had to grow up really fast? Like a uh, season where you're learning like at a rapid rate? It could be college. Ooh, I would have to say uh, – I would have to say uh, – well, I had to – I would say one of my most difficult, crazy years was uh, – I would have to say me – those those last – well, my two most successful coaching years was my craziest years. And me coaching high school football, it was just a lot going on with behind the scenes and everything with the, the, the district and all that. But – you know, it was it was just difficult, like what was going on, how they were just picking on us, and and I understood, I didn't understand what was the problem with the issue with us as a coaching staff with Montgomerys in general. And then with my my first year of college, it was just difficult, just trying to get adjusted to the game, get adjusted to the speed, because they brought me in very late. Usually, you know, when a coach get brought in, he's brought in for a spring ball, but I was brought in in the summer, so you know, trying to catch them, learn the playbook, but ended up panning out where. But my guys, you know, I, I I got the trust of them. It was, you know, I got the trust of them. And we ended up uh, going eight and two and uh, winning the state championship and the national championship in uh, the triple C, triple C, double A. So, and becoming a national champion. And, and I was able to, that is that, that blessed me to be able to be able to be on Netflix this, this coming July uh, for the documented uh, Netflix series, uh, Last Chance You with, my former school, uh, Lanny College. Dang, I forgot that was coming out because I know you made the announcement. It was a while back, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's coming out right. Now. Yeah, it'll be coming out. It'll be coming out in July. Dang, it's a good time to be on Netflix. Everyone's watching it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not. That's all. I'm like, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can say, yeah. A good time. And you're like, coach, man, you're me. So, <laughs> hey, uh, that's you, know, you come with passion. True that, man. So, uh, what's been the biggest surprise of adulthood so far? It's not a surprise. It's just like kids don't understand, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bills and bills and bills and bills and bills and car notes and and health insurance and your four hundred one k and trying to do this and trying to buy a house. So you know that's mm-hmm. that's I could say that's hard. Just saving up, trying to get a house. That's that's the plan for me. You know, to where I can start a family mm-hmm. and you know build on my own, build my own legacy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I want to jump back to football for a second. Uh, So what was the biggest difference in your approach to the sport since transitioning from a player to a coach? Uh, 
transitioning like exactly being a play, knowing like it's knowing trying to teach a kid how to basically beat your opponent without getting frustrated because you know how to do it, but you got to show them the steps. You can't, you know, just patience. That's a key patience and yeah. just get in and just hammering these young men every day and letting them know like this is what you got to do to get better. This is what you got to do to get to the next level. So man, I just say me transitioning of being a player and, and like I still come with the energy, but I, I've calmed down a lot more, but you got to always be, be energetic. But I just try to, you know, basically talk more rather than be emotional or getting in the face type of coach, like just talk. And that's, you know, a lot of coaches say being the loudest one don't know the most, but, and I believe that most of the time, but sometimes you just got to be able to find a little pep and to get in your kid's step. So that's why I, I find that most coaches don't have over me to, you know, be able to motivate your kids to get ready and play. No, that's a good answer. So uh, what habits did you develop in school, like in college, that you still use today? Oh, man, just getting stuff done in time, not being pro- – no procrastination, no procrastination. Yeah. So work, like, with documents and trainings and, and you know, and pro- projects I have to do for work. I just try to get that due before even – and like, I, I usually try to do that a month ahead or two uh, of the time when it's due. So I just try to get that ahead of time, just being ahead. I, I, I'm like that in general, just organized and – not being just out of place and out of sort. Yeah. Okay. Any uh, new skills you're currently learning in this coronavirus season? Say that again. Any new <laughs> skills you're learning? Like, uh, I don't know, playing the guitar or something? <laughs> well, Corona ain't really Corona for me because I'm an essential worker. So I've been having to go to work. <laughs> Work has had work. Work has been, you know, it's t- it's taken away from football. I can say that. Like, we ain't able to go out and practice or do anything with the kids. We just a lot of Zoom, a lot of Zoom. That's why I'm too good on Zoom now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but work has been, you know, I'm blessed. I say I can have a job. I'm still going to work. I can say that, but it's it's been hectic. It's been like uh, usually with our peak seasons. At UPS, it's like in the December time where a lot of people are ordering things. and But it's basically been a year-round peak season with this 2020 starting off like this. So, yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's, been, it's been very hectic up there. Yeah. Wow. You guys hiring right now? How's that looking? Uh, yes, we are. <laughs> we are hiring. Yes. A lot of a lot of. A lot of people have been coming there and getting a lot of jobs because it's just we we don't have the people to handle that uh, type of value. Yeah, that's real, man. Hey, uh, man, great interview so far. I just want to end it on this. If there's one thing you could tell your high school self, what would it be? Man, that's a good one. Hey, uh. I would tell my high school self to really, you know, just take school seriously more than what you could have because you could have been a 4.0 student rather than 3.1. Uh, 
I would say, you know, just uh, consistently, I would have, you know, not rather than use your side, just take care of your body more. And probably would have probably still tell myself to play football, but let's let's concentrate on baseball a little more because I just think, you know, you could have, you know, could have made that something. So, yeah, <laughs> if I could tell my high school self something, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's what I would say. Just, you know, do better in high school and, you know, just take take it, just take serious, take care of your body, make sure your body is ready. And, you know, it took two injuries for me to really get the point. Mm-hmm. So I would tell myself that after the first injury, like really take this, take it serious. So take it very serious so <laughs> yeah it's true only get one yeah. life so well you know one body gotta take care of it you know? exactly yeah but i like what you said about the you could got 4.0 because like i'm starting to realize that i'm back in college now I'm getting straight a's when i was getting like c minuses like just six years ago so it's all about the effort right yeah, and it, it, it wasn't even – and that's the thing. I was so – like, my teachers would get upset because, like, how are you acing a test and your homework is not turning in? I'm like, I don't know, you know, and it, and I would tell myself, like, and now that I, that I got the I got the point with my, you know, everybody say student athlete, I always thought athlete student. So that's all I, that's how I thought, you know, I go to school. I, I go to school because I know I want to play football. What I should have realized, and then I got to college is, you know, realize that you know I'm gonna get this free education yeah I'm playing football but I need, I need to get this free education I need to get this this diploma because football is never doesn't last forever and you know like I say the NFL is not for long so that's why I always said that's that's a you know that's a sport that's not you know longevity so and not saying that that's why I think these these dudes in football should be good and paid a lot more than NBA players and major league baseball players because they're putting their bodies on the nineties. You're not real you don't really hear the rare part. You don't really hear NBA players, you know, killing themselves or dying most of the time. You you hear that with NBA I mean NFL players with their brains uh, their brains being you know scrap scrambled so much and hit and 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 people just blame the NFL. It's not the NFL. It's just it's football. Like imagine these most of these NFL athletes been playing Pop Warner from eight all the way to now. Like and Tom Brady probably played. Tom Brady's played more football more than his whole life lasted. So he's just he's forty three and he's played football probably since he was ten years at that young probably. So that just tells you that's a lot of football in your body. So. Uh, that's why, like Marshawn Lynch said, you know, just take care of your body. Just make sure you get your money and take care of your body. That's why I tell my kids, take care of your, tell my players, take care of your body. Because at the end of the day, that's, you know, you to have the one that has to put your body on the line and, and do everything, not us. And I just speak from experience. Yeah. Dang. That's good stuff, man. Um, that's I wanted to end it there, but that's a – it brings up another question. Uh. What would you say to the students who are entering college ball or the NFL if there's a tip you could give either of them? Well, well, kids in the NFL, you know, I just say, man, don't – I hope, you know, don't let that – and I, I know my, my my older brother would have been like that with me and my, my siblings would have been like, you know, don't let that, 
that money and environment change you, but just, you know, you can't help out everybody at the same time too. So you got to make sure you're fine and, and make sure you're good and your family or whoever you have, you know, your significant other, your kids or whoever that you're taking care of. And like in my case, I would have made sure I take care of all my siblings. And, and But anything outside of that, like my cousins, everything, like you guys, y'all, y'all would have been fine, you know. And, but, you know, I, I'm glad I didn't have a family like, like that, really. So, you know, if that would have been that case, if I'd have been up there at that level. But, you know, I, I'm glad I had a support system. And just with kids going to college, just, you know, it's a lot growing up. But you just got to just be mature when you go to college now. There's no such thing as suspension. No such thing as getting suspended or getting kicked out. You, you, you go to jail. So you go to jail now. So just got to – be an adult and you gotta learn how to adjust to it and that's why i think like most high schools i think they should push being 18 going to college rather than 17 because i think me at 18 was different minded thinking going into college like now i'm like oh man i'm an adult i can go this if i do this i can get arrested 17 you think you know you're a minor you can get away with it and might get a slap on the wrist every now and then or and they build a case on you to where you do get older and then that happens, but that's why I was like, nah, you, you, you think, you, I just think you think of a more mature kid at 18 going into college. That's why I, was, I, you know, I just tell every kid that go to school, you know, enjoy it, have fun. And if you are from California, yeah, leave if you, if you have a chance to go. And you know, that's what I did. I took a chance to go halfway across the country, but you know, it all worked out. Yeah, because that's the big growing up experience where you got to move out of your parents' house, you know, for the first time. So it's pretty crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just want to encourage you, man, that uh, you're truly, you're a good man, bro. And uh, you know what it means to be family. And when I think of Mikey, I think you're the family glue, man, because you hold like a lot of the relationships together and what you contribute is just super valuable, man. And Proud to call you my cousin, bro. I appreciate that, man. I'm proud to call you my cousin too, man, because I just ain't never met somebody that's just so calm. And then when you get around you, you feel that aura. Like, you know, me, I'm a little I'm excited. I'm more I'm I'm quiet to myself, but like you you just have like a pure calmness. Like it's it's crazy. Like I just be like, man, he's so calm. Like, how did like <laughs> like ever get like it feels like you don't get mad. Like I know you get mad, but I'm like, it doesn't feel like like has he I've never it feel like I've never seen you mad. <laughs> but you know, that's a good thing, you know, you're just a positive person. And you know, I appreciate that. And that you you know, I, I feel like, you know, I just I just try to keep you know, I just love my family so much, you know, me being a big, you know, be having a big family, having, you know, my siblings. <laughs> My sisters and brothers. Yeah, true that, man. And hey, I know your time's valuable. You know, thanks for coming out for this podcast. But uh, uh, yeah, man, I'm good, man. I was enjoying myself. I was enjoying talking. If you had any more questions, we could have kept going. Yeah, <laughs> I actually extended it a bit. Um, I was gonna ask you less questions, so I asked you more because you know, when you're just flowing, you know, you can't, you don't want to make it stop. Hey, hey, so, it's yeah. no problem. Man. <laughs> I understand. Trust me. I understand. Yeah. But um might have to have you on again another time. But is there anything you want to promote at the moment? Oh, right now, man, I just want y'all to just go uh 
you know, hopefully everybody go check uh, Netflix out. Go watch Coach. Uh, you know, uh, just I, I, thanks, Laney, for the uh, opportunity to coach. Uh, coach staff uh, show me a lot of love. I thank y'all. Appreciate you for showing me a lot of love. And I just want to say uh, shout out to the whole family. Full money shirt. Cousin, I see my cousin got it on right there. You know, uh, everybody go check out Cino the Gambit. Before my daughter's eyes on all music platforms, go check out gasoline, you know, noble gases, all music platforms. Go check it out, man. Like, all, check out that full money. Yeah, uh, shirt, bro. yeah you already know. <laughs> man, y'all, everybody tune up, uh, tune in for Contra Costa. We're coming back. Uh, we're going to bring that, that school back on. So, you know. Cool. All right. Well, once again, thank you for coming on today, Mike, and uh, have a great week. And for everyone else, until next time, as we're maturing, we're going to keep learning, stirring up, and chasing after what our creator created us to do. So have a good one, everyone. Thanks for sticking around for the Catch Up After College podcast. And you know, while you're there, you might as well subscribe. Because we got some good content coming out every single week. Either Tuesday or Friday. Check in. It will be there. And you know what? Might as well give a good review as well. Make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find us. And we'll just keep cranking out that great content for you week after week. And know it. We really appreciate our listeners, so thank you for tuning in today, and have a great one. Peace.